Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax, and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. This episode is powered by JVentures, a community-driven VC fund in Silicon Valley and is sponsored by Hillel Stanford, Upwest, and Hippo Insurance. Welcome to episode 27. We have Jonathan Shipper, Chief Experience Officer of Virtual Johnny. Jonathan, Virtual Johnny, is the Chief Experience Officer at his studio, which brings to life delighting new services with awesome tech. Some noted customers are Will.i.am, Lior Suchard, Microsoft, and Google. He is fascinated with exploring the limits between body, tech, and our surroundings, an enthusiastic advocate for natural interfaces and fun learning. Jonathan. Hey. What, what is this? Where are you? Well, right now I'm in the, um, it's called, I think, the South Deck. <laughs> well, I can show you here. You see, this is, this is what I'm uh, looking at. You can actually see what I'm seeing. This is my view. Can you see? Yeah, hold on. So are you in Tel Aviv now wearing a headset? Oh, yeah. Right now I'm in virtual reality. I'm in uh, next to Tel Aviv. It's Petah Tikva, but don't tell anyone. It's Tel Aviv. (laughs) And while I'm in virtual reality, um, I deal a lot in VR and AR and I like natural interfaces. And right now, yeah, we're doing this conference from this is like an environment um, for sharing, for uh, uh, watching videos, shows with your friends, and uh, I can stream. How big am I on your screen right now or in your eyes? Technically, uh, you can be huge. I can show you a bit um, if you want to see. Okay, so right now you see what I'm looking at is a small screen and you see it like rendering itself back and again. But I can add the big screen and wait. And then if I go back. And then and just, what? What's what are? You, how are you pointing? Do you have some things on your fingers? Well, yeah, I have two controllers in my hand. So technically, you could see. Do you see what I'm looking at now? Yeah, in a second, my. Just needed to open the door. Yeah, we have a new puppy in town, so sometimes he needs to go. With me. Yeah, so I'm saying what you're saying. So uh, basically, I, I'm seeing my computer screen on a large screen. So that's like interacting with up your, filling up your whole head right now. Yeah, right now I'm I'm seeing the whole thing around me. If you, you do, you see what I'm seeing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, now right now I'm looking at these over the balcony, and now I'm looking back at the screen, and I can uh, now, now I'm, bring now up I'm, a menu. So now I'm only seeing the email. I'm only seeing your browser. Yeah, right now it's the browser and we don't need the big screen and I want to, wait, I do need the big screen to put this back on. There you go. And then I'll go be going back to my stream cams, which I've set up in advance. Oh, so cool. So and cool. And that's it. Okay. All right. So. Virtual reality, augmented reality. How did you get into this? All right. How did you get into this? And yeah, this is. Um, 
This is a better representation of me, maybe, yeah. But in VR, I can choose how I look like. So, uh, yeah, that's my hair for now. How did I get into it? Well, um, actually, I've been fascinated with natural interfaces since I was little. I was one of the first Palm users. And back when Google Glass came out, I was one of the first Google Glass explorers. And, uh, you know, we thought the future is really here already. And we'd be walking around with augmented reality headsets. Uh, and I, I actually left my job to, you know, focus on that, developing apps for virtual reality, augmented reality. And um, we saw that Google Glass wasn't working out that well. And uh, I was working on a platform for... Um, actually, I wanted to create a controller for Google Glass. Back then, the, the interface was... Uh, it was very limited. It was a tap interface. You could tap on your side or talk to it. And that's very nice for a lot of things. But now when you go around in public, right. uh, it's embarrassing a lot of times. Or you want some different interface, some confidentiality. Yeah. And so I started working on a ring. And we made that out to be, uh, it was a startup that we founded, a uh, controller for smart things, huh. wearables. And then we started creating a lot of controllers for virtual reality. And but Jonathan, reality why, why do you like virtual reality so much? What, what, is it about, what is it about virtual reality that makes you go crazy? Well, uh, VR is, is, is very nice. For instance, I can, you know, uh, I can do a lot of stuff in VR very easily uh, from the comfort of my home. <laughs> you know, right now, so we switched an environment and you can see, uh, I'm not sure what you're seeing right now. I'm seeing a couch with the beautiful landscape of a city. Yeah, I can go back to uh, another camera and maybe... Here, you see, so now I'm looking at this um, in this living room. And you can, actually in VR, you can do a lot of things um, from learning to playing to, um, you know, even useful tools. Here I could just use some, uh, instead of some nice tricks, I could, and of course, do you see the popcorn? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I can play with a lot of things, but we can also make it something useful. I could use some... Some of these um, paints to illustrate maybe uh, some point that we're talking Can you about. Can a little to you? Yeah, just a sec. Yeah, these environments are still not, you know, optimized for it. Wow, this is so cool. It's just getting there. So, wait, this camera is in my back, right? Is like, I'm, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Wait, here. Here, wait. <laughs> yeah, better here. Okay, so now, you see, oh, if I want to right. illustrate something, so, you know, I can be very creative with it. Oh, that is so awesome. And, you know, yeah, and that's just, you know, me being uh, not very creative. Uh, wow. I bet other people could do much better. <laughs> But it's a, actually what I'm really fascinated about is augmented reality. VR is, is a great thing. It's, it's mainly for me entertainment and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, some productivity. 
Um, it, but it's basically entertainment right now. Um, what I'm really excited about is the augmented reality, you know, walking around with, um, with glasses that basically uh, put another layer on, on reality. You know, I can see, I can choose how the environment will look like. I mean, I could choose to see the whole world pink or yeah. in eight bit if I choose, you know, that, that's a dream. Or play games, you know, gather around with friends, each holding a sword, gun, or whatever, and fight a magical dragon in the park. Oh, my you know, God. So that, that's what I'd like to do with my spare time. Um, developing things like that and, of course, playing and enjoying it. All kinds of games like that. But it's still going on. The headsets are still in development. So that's why I started developing. We started out with controllers back in GemSense. And then I spent a year developing an augmented reality headset for skiing, uh, right on when we talked about it back then. Um, and you know, it's basically a, a augmented reality display uh, inside a helmet for uh, use while skiing, real world skiing, and uh, it's a lot of fun and it's growing. Um, the problem is that these devices are very hard to make and the yeah. huge investments in the field haven't really shown any, uh, returns, on, big returns on investment and nobody knows when they're expected to show. Uh, so that's a big right. problem in the area. So it's developing real slowly. And in the meanwhile, you know, um, creating, uh, fun apps, fun activities, uh, with the devices, you know, enabling more. Learning why why my eyes shut I don't know <laughs> enabling more learning and uh, developing with uh, you know new technology is basically what I'm uh, fascinated about. You so know, you're not just I mean you're not just having fun you're you're an expert on on virtual reality and augmented reality and well, you you worked with Will I Am as well so tell me tell me a little bit about what you did with him and and how does it fit into this whole story of of your passion. Well, um, Will I am is is he's a passion, you know, by himself. He's in, you know, he's an amazing man, and like uh, I'm a fan since I was younger. Yeah. Um, basically, we started out. They made a VR experience, and we kind of hooked up on that. Um, and then uh, they wanted to create their own augmented reality uh, experience, and uh, have that. Uh, like a themed house or a small park with their brand. And uh, so that's how we uh, collaborated. And I actually took him on a tour to see some companies here in Israel who do some cool stuff in VR and AR, things that we wanted to cooperate on. Uh, we almost did a big project here. We had a lot of um, scouting activities on companies, technology that they're looking for. We hadn't, haven't had any real big success yet. Mm. Um, we did some small projects, but nothing I can really show yet. Wow. That's very, very cool. So, so I'd love to talk a little bit I more. I showed him some Kung Fu. <laughs> I taught the man some Kung Fu. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? Um, I want I to hear your, your take on what's happening now with Corona and, with, um, and, and how virtual reality and augmented reality may play into this. And, you know, I'm, I'm here actually, mo most of my family is in Israel and uh, in quarantine, and I'm here uh, near Los Angeles, uh, also in quarantine. And 
you know, it could be weeks or months before we get to, to really see, feel, and, and interact face-to-face. And while we do a daily video chat, with, which is nice, it's still very limited. So obviously, virtual reality and augmented reality may be of help here. How far are we from having it become more of a norm and how can it improve our experience in times like this? Well, it's, uh, it's improving a lot, I have to say. Um, VR is really ripe today. You can actually buy, uh, it's at the console stage right now. You can buy for four or $500. You can get a standalone headset that doesn't need a strong computer. And you can start doing um, things like these. Uh, you can play games. You can do training sessions. You can do video conferencing with people. Um, you can get a really a lot of uh, value out of a device like that. Yeah. So um, for experts who already have the devices, conferences in VR have started already. There have been small conferences, and now they did a big one. Um, HTC uh, did their annual uh, Vive conference uh, in VR because, really? uh, yeah, it wasn't too much. It was a few hundred participants, I think. Um, I actually missed it because they had to uh, re- pre-register for it. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, bandwidth limitations and stuff these days. Um, but it's it happened. It looks good. You can see the video. I can share the link later. And um, it works. It's just uh, when everybody has the equipment, it's very nice. And I'm actually working on another uh, VR party. I want to host a big VR party. But you do need the device to, to join. So yeah. that's a bit of a, a limitation right now, but it's really going down. We've seen uh, VR pretty much going mainstream this year. Um, we, uh, the, there are about 100 titles that made over a million dollars already in the VR stores. Really? And there are devices out there that anyone can grab for 400 or $500 that are top-notch. So uh, today it's going more mainstream, but don't expect your mother and father to grab them tomorrow, you know? Yeah, I mean... Um, I mean is but there... for work, yeah. um, it's, it's going there because uh, big companies have shown a lot of value from developing products using virtual reality. For sure. example, Bell showed... That's a great use case that I like to talk about. They showed how they... Um, developed a helicopter, which usually takes them like uh, six or seven years to develop. They did it in six months. That's saving years of development and I don't know how many hundreds of millions of dollars. Instead of fabricating parts every time like this, I don't know, propeller or wing or, or even the cockpit itself, they created it in a virtual reality. Basically, you know, let's say... If I want to try to be creative, yeah. So we draw, we draw the cockpit, and then we see if I fit in there. You know, you can draw it. Yeah, yeah, it <laughs> yeah don't worry. It's virtual. It's back here. <laughs> I can, so you see, you can draw all the lines. This is hilarious. Yeah, technically, you can draw all the lines, see how it fits, see if I can push the buttons. Uh, you know, engineers can look at it. If I ditch this, I can usually grab. Oh, it's, whoa, it's 3D. 
Yeah, it's a 3D creation. So you can look oh around God. it. Whoa. You can walk inside it. You can really uh, feel it. You know, I'm, I'm misrepresenting here. <laughs> you can actually feel uh, the space. This is and so then, cool. And then people, um, multiple teams can see, feel the uh, object or the environment without even having to uh, come together or fabricate any parts. That's, that's just incredible. Wow. So do you think this will become a norm at some point for us to communicate, even like we're communicating now, just talking as friends? To yeah, unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> these Corona times, yeah, this is, this is going to become much more of a norm. Uh, no, but I mean also a lot of things. in terms of virtual reality and augmented reality. Will we be using those tools rather than just regular video call using our computer or camera? So augmented reality is uh, really pretty much hard to tell because we've been expecting Facebook and Apple to take out glasses this year and really push it forward, augmented reality. People walking around with glasses outside yeah. that would show more data from their phone, um, maybe have cameras so they can maybe recognize people or show us things, you know, uh, mark things and you know, highlight things right. in the virtual with virtual objects, um, but that um, that might take a while due to the uh, corona also and walking around outside, which will not happen too much the the next year, hopefully less. Um, but in in retrospect, VR is staying at home alone with your own headset. That's a use case that's going to grow a lot. So for all kinds of communications training. HR purposes, maybe. Uh, I don't know. That's probably going to grow a lot, uh, a lot soon. How often uh, the, do you have a headset on versus not having a headset when you're working in your house? Uh, that's a good question. About half the time, I'm with a headset. Uh, half if, the I, time. If, I'm if I'm developing for VR, it's even more than that. But half the time, uh, I put on a headset. This one or another, if I'm working on a on a project, yeah, it's. Um, better headsets for developers actually have a tilt up where you can just tilt up the uh, the goggles themselves and you know keep working because it's not uh, that comfortable to be in VR for too long. Yeah. Okay. The the headsets are still not the most comfortable thing. Yeah. I can stay with it for hours, but when you take it off, when you you feel the difference. Yeah. And um, for regular people, it's even harder. So right. there is a, there's still limits to be solved. The devices will be smaller. The methods will be easier. Today we're using this, um, but there are tools that are being built specifically for these purposes. Facebook had their own thing, Facebook Spaces. It was a much better tool than this, and I could do some more things uh, for um, conferencing with a few people. And... Uh, but that's down now because they're working on their new product, Horizon, which is not out yet. So we're going to see a lot of VR happening in the next few years. AR, I'm not so sure. It might be delayed even more. Should have happened maybe, you know, started to happen this year, but it will probably be delayed a bit more. Because holding up your phone, you know, to do augmented reality applications is nice. It has a novelty, but it runs, it runs by real quickly. You know, it's... Uh, not that interesting after a while. 
But if you get it in your glasses, you know, you walk around and you see, hey, uh, this is Michael and this is the last thing you, you said to him and this is what you wrote down you want to say to him. A dream. Stuff like that, that would be fun. A dream. Jonathan, before, uh, before we finish, I need three words that describe you. Uh, I'm virtualjohnny.com. I'm virtualjohnny.com. Fantastic. Thank you so, so much. This was fascinating. Thank you. Uh, a lot of fun. Thank you for having me here.